Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Daf HaShavua, Daf Yud Aleph. I'm going to learn the whole Daf Yud Aleph tonight, Mir Tzashem, Daf Yud Aleph, Amid Aleph, and Amabez of Masech Tzibamis, because tomorrow night is Tisha B'Av. So we are holding here at uh, the top of Daf Yud Aleph, Amid Aleph. The Gemara just brought a b'risa in regard to the Machlekes, Rish Lakish, and Rav Yechanan. Rish Lakish and Rav were arguing about when one brother did chalitza to one of the women of the, uh, of the, the, the wives of his brother that died. So he did chalitza to one of them. So to the one, the one brother that did chalitza and that one woman that he did chalitza to, everybody agrees there is no chiv karas anymore. At this point, there's only a uh, to say that kivin shlebana shuv loibana. But, um, actually, yivna, actually, but the... Um, but the question is, what about the other brothers? According to Shlokish, they're Chayv Karis, if they marry this woman, and other Tsaris, even the brother that did Chalitza, uh, his Chayv Karis to the other Tsaris. According to Shlokish and according to Yechanan, no, everybody's the same. All the brothers and all the Tsaris are just the Isra Lav. Now, we had a Brisa that the beginning of the Brisa said that if someone is Chaylat says Yivama and then marries her again, which will, that would work technically, because it's only Chiv Lavin, but then if she falls to Yibum again, because he dies, he falls to Yibum to the other brothers, she, according to Rishlaka, should be Pater from Yibum and Chalitza because she uh, is a Chayva Krisus, and the Brisa says that she needs Chalitza. So the beginning of the Brisa seems to support Rechna that she's only Chayva Lavin to the other brothers as well. And that's why she needs chalitza. But then the end of the Brisa says that if one of the other brothers went and tried to marry her, tried to be Mekadoshur, it doesn't work. Uh, and that sounds like we're going not according to Yechanan, it sounds like going like Rosh that the other brothers are Chivikrisis, and that's why it doesn't work. So that's what we're up to. We're trying to have fine tariffs for this Brisa. So the Gemara says that Ravashi Ravashi holds like Rosh Lakish, and Mataras like Rosh And he finds a Yushuv in the Brisa, according to Rosh Lakish, uh, with Roshitas Rosh Shimon, regarding Eshes um, which we had before, that Rosh Shimon holds that an Eshes Achshalahe that's born after the whole Yibam story is resolved, which means the brother died, and his wife fell for Yibam. And one of the brothers was Miyabmer. So at that point, if the new brother gets born, so according to Shimon, there's no problem with Eishas Achshalai because he was born after the whole parasha was closed. Whereas if he was born before she was Nisyabim, then he has an Isser Kara. So Ravash is going to make this work according to Shimon, and Ravina Sovlaka Vechana, Ravina Hozlaka Vechana, that she's only in Achai Velavin, and Mitaras Karabana is going to add to the Brisa according to Rabana. Salik Mark explains. Ravashi is Avlakar Shlokish, Ravashi is Lakar Shlokish, Vitaras Lakar Shim, but he makes it work like a Shim. How is that? So here's the Brisa. Hachazli Vimta, someone was called Sizi Vimta, Vachazi Kitcha, and then he went and married her again, which he could, because it's only Chai Velavin. Sweet Chalitza Menachem, and then he died, so now she fell to Yibim to the brothers. She needs Chalitza from the brothers. This is a problem. According to Rashlokish, why do you need Chalitza? She's Chai Vakrisis, because the Chiv Karas of the original brother comes back. So the answer is. Man Achim, you know what brothers we're talking about when we say you need Chalitza? We're talking about Achim Hayyelaydim. We're talking about brothers that got born after this whole thing took place. After he was Chalitzer and after he was Mekadashur, then new brothers got born. And according to Abshimim, we're like Abshimim that the original Eshesach doesn't ask her for these new brothers if they were not around Bishas Nafila. So that's why, even according to Rishlakish, if you're going like Abshimim and these brothers were born later, they would be allowed to marry this woman. 
But Ahmed Echelman and Eladim, the end of the Bresa said that if some, a brother went and was Mkadosh or it didn't work, that's going on a regular brother. Echelman and Eladim, someone who was around, who was alive during the first uh, Nefila. So she, the, according to Rizlaka, she's Chayv Karis because he wasn't, he wasn't Chaylitz. The other brother was Chaylitz. So if he was Mkadosh in the Olive Klom because it's Chayv Akrisis and Kedushin Taifsin, the Chayv Akrisis, Kaman Kurzlakish. So this whole thing is how you would make this Bresa work according to Rizlakish. Ravina Ravina, however, holds like that there's no chivkaris at all. Everybody's just a iser lav when one brother does chalitza, including the tsaris. But he makes the work according to Rabbanan. How? If someone was chayot says yivam, if a chazvi kitchen is mekadosher, which again it works because she's only chayv alavin. She needs chalitza from the other brothers, which is good according to Rabbanan. That part makes sense because manacham achem and eladim. It even means the. The brothers who were around Bishas the first nafila, and they're only chayve lavin according to Yechonah, and therefore they need chalitza. However, the end of the bracha that it says Ahmed Echemen Ayilaydi Bekitcha End of Klum that it says that it doesn't work at all. What is that talking about? That's talking about the brothers that are Yilaydim, brothers that were born later. And we're going to come out Karabanan that says that it's an Eishas Achshalei B'Lama. So an Eishas Achshalei B'Lama is a Chiv Karas. So that's why it doesn't work. So the end of the Raisa is talking about a Eishas Achshalei B'Lama, a different kind of brother, a brother that was born later. And we're going to Karabanan that it's a problem. And that's why in the end of the Raisa, if you're Mekadosh or Enkidosh and Taifsim, but otherwise, even if you're Chaylitz, it's only Chayv Lam for all the brothers and for all the Taras, according to Rav Yechanan. So that wraps up Rishlokish and Rav Yechanan. Now we're going to start... Uh, I'm sorry, doesn't, actually, we're not wrapped up yet. One more little piece. Itmar Habal Yivimta Yivama. He's not Chaylis Yivama. Rather, he's, he's Bailar. He's Mekayna with Bia. And then, Ba'achem and Acham Atzurasa. And one of the brothers wanted then to marry the Tzara, the second wife. What's the story with her? So, really, it's the same Nakuda, same discussion as the Rechon and Rishlakish before, but it's just a different Isser. It's an Isser of Abayas Echad Hubayna Venebayna Beis Batim. You could only build one house, not two. So it's an Isra say. So Pligabar one says that if another brother tries to marry this woman, he's Chayav Karis. Um, and uh, <coughs> this is going like Rishlakish, uh, right? That only the brother that actually performed the Yibum has a heter, whereas all other brothers then revert to the original Karis. Chadam one of says that it's only an essay because the Karis, the same way it fell off for the brother that did even follows off from everybody. And the only reason why you can't marry a tsar is because you can only build one house, not two. So, now we've wrapped up Rebbechad and Rishlakish. So, now we're going to talk about Tsara Saita. Tsara Saita, Asura, if a woman, a man was married to a woman and she was Mizana. And then he died without children. So she's a Saita. And not only is she not Naifalibum to the brother, her Tzara, the other woman who was not Mazana, but his Tzara is also Asura. Why? Because Tumak Sivba Barais, when the Torah describes the Isra to, to continue living with your wife after she's Mazana, the Gemara calls it the Mishnah, I'm sorry, not the Mishnah, the Gemara, the, the Pasik calls it Tuma, Achrayashahutama. And uh, that's the same language that the Torah uses to describe a rais. So Saita, although it's only an Isra Lav, it has the status of an Erva, and your pata from Yibam and Chalitza, including the Tsar. Master of Chizda, Rav Shimon Eimer, Biyatzei Chalitza, Me'echav Shal Rishon, Peteres, Sarasa. What is this talking about? So this is talking about, we know, the whole 10th parak, the Suge Vaguna, we're talking about a woman whose husband has gone to Medina Sayam, he went away on a, on a 
trip, overseas trip, and then an uh, Eid came back and reported that he died. Now, Alcha is, she's allowed to get married. Why is she allowed to get married? So the Gemara discusses it in the 10th Barak. And the Gemara basically says that we uh, combine a Chazaka that, that if she chooses to get married, she's going to do her own research. And she won't get married until she's good and sure that he's dead. So we rely on that. But what happens if the guy does show up, unfortunately? So then that kind of retroactively demonstrates that she didn't do her homework. She didn't do a sufficient research. And therefore we give her a knas. So even though she's really an inus, because Bezdin allowed her to get married, but being that the, it was predicated on her doing good research and she clearly didn't, so therefore she now has to, we, don't treat, we treat her as if she's not an inus, and she has to get divorced from her new husband and from her old husband and unfortunately has to find uh, a number three. So now what does happen though if uh, before she actually gets divorced and she's here kind of married to two people, so her, her first husband just showed up and her second husband they haven't got divorced yet and then uh, they die, both of them die. So now, and she didn't have any children, so does she fall to even to both, to one? Essentially, she's really married to the first guy. The second condition didn't, wasn't Chal, because she was an Asian Sish. So in reality, she's married to the first guy. And therefore, when he dies, she's not fully Yibum, and uh, you need the Bia or Chalitza of one of the brothers of the first guy to, to patter her Tsar. So the problem is, what do you mean? She's a Saita. She was Mizana. She was Mizana. She was Mizana. Why doesn't the fact that she's Tame, the Tumma of Saita, patter both her and her Sarah? So this is a proof, not like Rav. Amulcha Rav, so Rav answered, no, that's not a proof. Amulcha, no, Saita de Raisa. I'm talking about when a woman is really Mizana, deliberately, purposely. She is also, and she's Tame, and she patters her Tzara, but ha, I'm at least You're only talking about a case where Minatari, she's not a Saita, because she's an Aina. She did it thinking she was allowed to do it. It's only Drabana made a Kanas and treated her like a Saita. That's not sufficient to patter from Yibum and Chalitza. So the Gemara says to Karla Makarla, so it's, it's a good point. Why did we even ask this question if it's not the same thing? It's really only Rabbanon. So the Gemara answers, because Kassavra called the Tokken Rabbanon, came to write the Tokken. The Gemara, we held that when Chazal instituted that she should have the status of a Saita, because we say we treat her as a Mazid, although she really was an Inus, the thought process was that we went all the way to the end with that. And we said she's 100% a Saita, as if she's a Saita in a Taira, and every aspect of Saita applies to her, including that she doesn't do Chalit or Yibim either. So that's what we thought. And that's uh, what Rav says, no, 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 they didn't go that far. They didn't go like to be makel on her uh, and not require Chalit and Yibim. She still requires Chalit, her Tzara also requires Chalit. Master of Ashi, Nichnesa Imail Seser, if a woman goes into a secret place, she's Miyachid, Vishasi Mikitoma, and she remains in that uh, place alone with this man, for strange man, not her husband, long enough to be Mazana. Asrul the base of Asrul Achabatruma, being that her, we're talking about her husband warned her already, so she's also to return home. In other words, she can't live with her husband anymore. She's not like a Truma. But if she die, if he dies, her husband dies. She does need chalitza, but not yibum. She can't do yibum. So we see that a saita does require chalitza. And we don't say that a saita is tame, even though she's also to her husband. So I'm talking about when we have two witnesses that testify that this woman was mizana. So it's not a suffix, it's 100% true. We're calling her a saita not because of her suffix status. We're calling her a saita because a woman who's mizana is called a saita. She wouldn't be able to drink the water because we have proof that she was mizana. And that's the kind of woman that patters her tzara from Yibum. 
you're talking about a woman who just we suspect she was mizana because she was miyachid after being warned and she did it for long enough but it's only a suffix and a suffix saita is still needs chalitza so the Gemara says, what do you mean? Why is that? Ma'ishna Saitavada, Mishum Dixiba Toma. A Saitavada, we say, doesn't require Chalitza and Yubim because she, it says Toma, Saitavada, Nami Toma, Ksibba. Saitavada also is referred to as Tame in the Pasik. How do we know the Tanya? The Bryce says, Rebbeisman Keeper, I'm a Mishum Rebel Ozar, Rebbeisman Keeper says, Hamasagushasman and Nisuim. If someone divorces his wife and then she marries someone else and she marries, not only marries, but goes under the chuppah with someone else, she does nisuin, so which means effectively she's lived with that other man. So Asura, she, you can't take her back and she's Asura. But Minerison, if they only did Kiddushin, if the, his wife, his ex, only was in Skadish to another man, never did nisuin, never went under the chuppah, so essentially she couldn't have lived with the other man. Butara is you're allowed to take her back. Because the Pasik explains that the problem with taking her back is that she became Tame, meaning she was uh, she lived with her new husband. And that's why you can't take her back. So that's only if it happens after Nisuin, but not after Erison. No, any kind of situation that she marries someone else, even just Kedushin, even though she didn't live with him, uh, you can't take her back. It's an Isra of Mahsagusha, so you can't take back your divorce E. But the Pazik does, do, do, does say that she was Nitma. It sounds like she was Mizana. She, she lived with her new husband. The Mara says, no, that, that Pazik is not referring to this. It's not referring to Mahasagushasa. It's out of context. It's talking about Rabbi Saitish Nistara. It's coming to tell us that a Saita that has been Miyachi, that has hidden herself together with a man in a Makam Yichud for long enough that she could be Mizana, that's a Saitish Nistara, which we assume she was Mizana, but we don't know. There, the Pazik says, she's Tame. So you see, there's the Mars Kashi. You see that um, even a Saita Safik has Tumah, and if so, she should pat her from Yichalit and Yubam, because a Safik also we refer to as Tumah. So my answer is no. Ma'inistera Nivala. It really means that when we, when the Chachamim say that Akrash Tumah is referring to a Saita Shnistera, they don't mean a Safik Saita. Of course, that's not what the Pasuk is talking about. That's, this is just a suffix. It really means, it's referring to a woman who is really Mizana. Nivala, we know for sure, we have Adam, we have testimony that she was Mizana. So the Umara says, but my Nisra, so if so, why do we call her Nisra? We just want to use a better line, we don't want to speak out that she was Mizana, like, you know, to say with clarity. So we talk, we say it, Nisra, and it really means Nivala, she was actually Mizana. For Adumara, Nivala, we don't need a Pasuk to teach me that she's also Tumakeh Behediksev, but it says Tuma by that itself, but in the Sugi of Saita, uh, of Saita itself. She hides and she's Mizana, she becomes Tame. Why do you need another Pasuk of Mahasagushasa to teach you about a Saita? The more answer is, don't make him love a lot, because yeah, it's, she's Tame, that's the Pasuk in Saita, but it doesn't say Allah, it doesn't say Allah Sukhal. So, there, here we get taught that there's a lot if you actually remarry your wife after she's Mizana. There is no love by Saita. It's an Isser, as Isser say, but it's not a love. Even if she's certainly Mizana, even if we have proof, and we have testimony. My time, because this Pasik by Mahasagushasai, which the Rabbanim are using to teach us that there is a love for a woman who's Mizana, he says, no, it's clearly not talking about a woman who's Mizana. It's talking about some, some kind of a relationship that involved Kiddushan, that involved Havaya, it involved uh, uh, proper marriage. And that's when the sister is created. And therefore, it has to be talking about Master Gushasai, that your wife, your ex, remarried someone else. You can't remarry her. It can't be talking about Znus of Saita. So that answers the question. So basically, we've demonstrated that whatever it is, 
the Pasuk of Saita is Tuma, is talking about a woman who is for sure Mizana, then she's Tamei, and Shitaka doesn't have Chalitza or Yibum because she's like an Erba. But if it's only Drabanan, like the, the case of a woman who went to Medina, her husband went to Medina Siam, she got married. And or if it's uh, only a suffix saita because she was miachet, she was alone with the man, but she was there's no testimony that she was actually mizana. Then there's no halacha of chalitza or yibum. Uh, she, you could do chalitza or yibum. There is there is halacha of chalitza or yibum because there's no no erba. Now the more interesting question. Going back to this price that we just brought, uh, which is the machlokes of Yesi um, Ben Kipper and the Rabbanon, how to understand what the pasuk of Masagushasai is talking about? Is it actually talking about Masagushasai, or is it not talking about that at all? It's just talking about a woman who's mizana. So What happens if someone actually is Masagushasai? Now it's only allowed to say so it works. So Masagushasai Mishanisei, she had already married and gone on the chuppah and lived with someone else, and then he, the second guy, divorced her, and the first guy took her back. Omeis, and then after taking her back, he died. Tsarasa Mao, what's the story with her tsara? A little bit of reason keep it According to reason keeper, I don't have a question. The Kibin the Amarach, Reisa Ben Kibber, Tumma, the Master Gushas Hudiksiva, being that according to Reisa Ben Kibber, the Pasik that says, Akhriashu to Hotama is talking about, actually about Master Gushasai. So it says Tumma, and Tumma we know is like a Rias, and there's no Khalitzer Yibim, and Saras Kamais, and Arsar will be the same. That's one reason, and also because she's a Te'eva, he Te'eva, and Menat Te'evin. She's a Teva, she's Asar, but her children aren't Mamzerim, because only Chavalavin. That's what that Pasik teaches us, but Hatsaras a Teva, but a Tsara will be Teva, she's be in Eshazach, because, because a woman who's Mizana is like an Erva. So, according to Brisbane Keeper, there's no question that Master Gushasai will have the status of an Erva. We kind of technically have 16 Arayas in our Mishnah, we could say Master Gushasai, but we already explained earlier you can't, because there's no Tsaras, no possibility of Tsaras Tsara, because no brother can marry her. So what is it? I have a question according to Rabbanan that say that the Pasuk is out of Maskusha, so it's only talking about Saita. So Avagav Dharma Rabbanan Tumma Saita Dixiv. So even though the Rabbanan understood that Tumma is by Saita, and Mikri it's Minipshuta, maybe the Pasik needs to still be understood in simpler terms, which means it's talking about Masagusha. And Masagusha also has a, a Tumma, and it also is Allah, it's also like uh, Erva, and according to Rabbanan, she would follow Yibn, she would be Pater and Pater Tsara. Idoma. No, keeping the Akri Akri. Once we say the Pasuk is not talking about Masagushasai, even though it happens to be written by Masagushasai. But no, it's not talking about Masagushasai, it's talking about Saita, and it's actually not talking about Masagushasai at all. It was pulled out, and it's pulled out. That's one version of the Gemara Shiloh, according to the Rabbana. No, according to Rabbana, we have no Shiloh. Some say, keeping this Akri Akri, because of course, since they say the Pasuk is talking about Saita, it's not talking about Masagushasai. And Masagushasai falls, Yibim Yidu Chalitza, or Yibim to her Tsar. No, our question is according to Reis Keeper. My, Avagav Dharma Reis Keeper, Tumma Masagushasai Udiksiva. Even though it's true, Reis Keeper said that the Pasuk of Tumma is referring to Masagushasai. Maybe, Mir Nochmana Hiteva, Vinsarasa Teva. The Pasik does say Amir, he Teva, only she is the Teva. Maybe that comes to teach that the Tsar is not included in her particular Teva, and you could be Miyab the Tsar or Chalat. Aidoma, that's not the right way to learn that Pasik. We say no, he Teva, and Banea Teva, and it's just coming to teach that her children are Mamzerim because she's only Chayva Lavin. Hasarasa Teva, but her Tsara is truly not a mutter to get married. She can't be Miyab, and you don't have to do Chalitza because she's the Tsara of Masagushasai, who has the status of Tumma. So here the Shah's according to Rabbi Ben Kippa, how to learn the Pasuk of Heats, he Teva. Good. Amr Alei, Tini, Suha, we have a Brisa. Haisa Achas, Kesheru, Achas, Psula. If you have two women who fell for, to you for Yibam, one is Kasher and one is Pasul. We'll see what, soon what that means. If you have a Chayla, choose you do Chalitza, then Chayla, Psula, do Chalitza to the Psula one anyway. If you have a Miyab, but if you're doing Yibam, Miyab, Lakshara, be Miyab, the one who's Kasher. 
So what means? What does it mean? Kasher and pasul. My kasher and my psula. Ilamik kasher means kasher la'alma. Means she can marry anybody she wants, including a kain. And psula means psula alma. Means she can't marry a kain, which means that she already has some other reason why she can't marry a kain. Either she's previously a divorced woman, or because she was mizan or whatever. There are a few reasons why you can't marry a kain. So maybe that's what he's talking about. What difference does it make to you? I mean, you're not a Kayan, and, and you're the one who's choosing here to do Chalitza or even to. So, my Nafkalamino, who cares? Let me do Chalitza to whichever one I want, or even to whichever one I want. Elav, Kshere means Kshere lay. It means someone you can marry. Psula means Sule. You're not allowed to marry her. Mind you, what's a case of a woman that could fall even, but yet you're not allowed to marry her? Must be Machzagushasai, your previous wife. Vikataniyam Hayyam Miyabim Miyabim Luksheri. And it says, Taka, you can't be Miyabim, you have to be Miyabim the Kashwan. But you could be Miyabim the Kashwan. Now, you don't say that it is a Tsara of a Machzagushasai, which is Tumak Sibbai and the Tumma Patters her. You see, it doesn't. So we have a Brysa Maforish, a Machzagushasai does not patter a Tsara. The Mars is Lie. Lie Lung Sheri, Sheri Lama Psulam. We're not talking about a Machzagushasai. We're talking about a, someone who's Pasal Kahuna because she's a Zaina or she's a Grusha. And the Kamrit, Kibbutz Lode Chazi, the question was, but what do you mean? If, if it's okay for him, so my Nafkamin, who cares which one he does Chalitza? Why should he have to do Chalitza to the one who's Pasal Kahuna? So the answer is Mishum de Rabbi Yosef. Dam Rabbi Yosef, Kanchan Rabbi, Rabbi taught us, let's say you have enough water in your possession, so you want to just get rid of, uh, empty out one of your cisterns that hold water. Don't do that if there's other people who need water. You're gonna, don't empty it, let other people drink it. So likewise here, the one woman was puzzle anyway because she was a Zion, let's say. And the other woman is kasher. Now if you do chalitza to the kasher, now she's not going to be able to marry a kain, whereas previously she could. Why don't you instead, if you're going to do chalitza, do chalitza to the puzzle one, so that won't change her status. She was puzzle anyway. Do chalitza to her, and then the, the other one who's kasher will remain kasher to kona. That's, that's this concept that when someone else needs something, don't ruin it. So Tashma Masagushasa Mishani says he vitsurasa khalatas. The writer says if you're Masagushasa, Mishani says, which is Khaivalavan, and you did it anyway, and then the guy who did it died, he vitsurasa khalatas. Both of them need khalitza. So the Mars says, one second. That doesn't make sense. He vitsurasa sokadaita? You don't do khalitza to both. Khalitza you gotta do to one, one of the wives, and that works for everybody. So you have to read it differently. Either her or Tarasa has to do khalitza. Okay, but nevertheless it says you need khalitza, and according to um, and our question is, is that true according to anybody that Masa Gushasa should patter herself and her Chatzara? So where says, no, 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 love, Terutzik, don't you have to reword this Bryce anyway like you just did? If so, we can reword it further and we'll read, she does Chalitza, Terasa and her Tzara is Oichalatza, Samisa, Bemis, Kindu, Chalitza, or Yibum. So this now works um, and it's not a, at least reading this way, it's not a proof. Okay, so we'll stop here because the next sugya continues on to Dafi Beis Have an easy fast, a meaningful Tishabav, and a good Shabbos.